Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Regis Philbin. It's time for Regis from 1968. Regis Philbin broke the Guinness World Record for most hours on camera on the August 20th, 2004 episode of Live with Regis and Kelly, with him totaling 15,188 hours on television. At that point, his live syndicated talk show had been on the air nationally since 1988. But it had its beginnings in 1983 as a local New York show called The Morning Show, hosted by Philbin alongside Cindy Garvey. In 1985, Kathy Lee Johnson, a year before becoming Kathy Lee Gifford when she married former NFL player Frank Gifford, became Regis's new co-host. The chemistry between Philbin and Gifford soon put the show at number one in their market. And by 1988, the show would go national, changing its name to Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And coming up next on the premiere edition of Live, the Cosby Show's favorite son, Malcolm Jamal Warner, will tell us what it's like to have it all at the ripe old age of 18. I hate his guts. <laughs> Plus, we're going to pay a visit to Bob Hope at his luxurious Los Angeles home, and we'll see some of the trendiest and most unusual pets, including this little guy, a miniature horse called Callahan. Between 1993 and 2000, Regis and Kathy Lee were nominated for Daytime Emmy Awards eight consecutive years for Outstanding Talk Show Host. The streak would end when Gifford left the show in July of 2000. For the next six months, Philbin continued hosting with a rotating lineup of co-hosts. He would end up winning his first Daytime Emmy Award during this period. Then in February of 2001, it was announced that All My Children actress Kelly Ripa would be Regis's new co-host. Well, here it is, the beginning of a brand new era on our show. <laughs> barely believe it. He can't get the words out. Can't get, I can't believe I got married again mm -hmm. <laughs> to a pregnant woman. It was a shotgun wedding. Uh, no, but we announced last Monday that uh, Kelly Ripper would be the new co-host, and this is our first official day together. During this same period, Philbin was also hosting a TV game show sensation that started in 1999. Let's play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Here we go. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire premiered on ABC August 16th, 1999. Initially, it was just a daily two-week special event. After this and a second two-week event aired in November, ABC made it a regular series, beginning in January 2000 and ran until June 2002. Regis hosted the entire run of the original ABC series, even winning a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Game Show Host in 2001. Hello. Hello, Tom. Yes. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Hi. We've got uh, your son John uh, with us right now. He's doing pretty well. Good. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. So okay. he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Uh, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. But let's rewind a bit. 
Regis Francis Xavier Philbin graduated from the University of Notre Dame with a degree in sociology in 1953. After graduating, he spent some time in the Navy before eventually getting into broadcasting. Regis Philbin's first job in television was working as a page on The Tonight Show with Steve Allen in 1955. From New York City, the National Broadcasting Company presents Tonight, starring Steve Allen. After bouncing around to various TV jobs in Los Angeles and New York, he had his first talk show in 1961, The Regis Philbin Show. It started as a local San Diego show, but eventually was syndicated nationally, though it was short-lived due to poor ratings. But by 1967, Regis would be in the national spotlight again. And this time, people paid attention. Are you all set? Regis Philbin! I haven't buttoned so many buttons since I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Regis became Joey Bishop's sidekick on the Joey Bishop show. Joey Bishop was part of the Rat Pack, along with Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Frank Sinatra. The Joey Bishop show aired on ABC, and it was created to be a challenger to The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, which, in its early seasons, frequently had Bishop as a guest host. The Joey Bishop show came just a few years after the end of the Joey Bishop show. That Joey Bishop show was an NBC sitcom that lasted for four seasons. And Joey Bishop's TV show titles make Bob Newhart's TV show titles seem genius. Ultimately, the Joey Bishop show would just run for two seasons. However, that was still 640 episodes. But the show went off the air in late 1969. And right in the middle of the show's run, Regis would release an album. In 1968, Regis Philbin released It's Time for Regis on Mercury Records. Gelman's over there. the boss tell a story? I guess not. It's Time for Regis kicks off with MAME. MAME was written by Jerry Herman from a musical of the same name. In 1966, MAME opened on Broadway, starring Angela Lansbury and B. Arthur. That same year, Louis Armstrong, Herb Alpert, and Bobby Darin all charted in the U.S. and Canada with their own recordings of MAME. Regis did not have that same success. You coax the blues right out of the horn, MAME. You charm the husk right off of the corn, MAME. You've got the banjo strumming and plunking out a tune to beat the band. The whole plantation's humming since you brought Dixie back to Dixieland. You make the cotton. Up next is Where or When. Where or When is a song from the 1937 Rodgers and Hart musical Babes in Arms. It was first performed by Ray Heatherton and Mitzi Green, and it's been recorded by countless artists, including Mel Torme, Andy Williams, Kenny Rogers, Etta James, Julie Andrews, and Regis Philbin. It seems we stood and talked like this before We looked at each other in the same way then But I can't remember where, where or when The clothes you're wearing are the clothes you wore 
The album was produced by Steve Douglas. Douglas was a producer and session musician, and he's now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He played saxophone on the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds, the Ramones' End of the Century, and in 1987, he was credited as Teenage Steve Douglas and played Barry Sax on the Replacements classic Can't Hardly Wait. To the best of my knowledge, The Best Thing You Ever Had appears to be one of the more obscure songs on the album. It had been recorded by soul singer Retta Hughes, also in 1968. One of the song's co-writers, Joey Levine, may best be known for also co-writing the number four hit for the Ohio Express, Yummy Yummy Yummy. Yummy Yummy Yummy, I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving you. Here's The Best Thing You Ever Had. You're gonna need someone One of these days Someone to turn to Chase your blues away That's when you want me When things look so bad You're gonna miss me The best thing you ever had When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Swanee is a song written by George Gershwin and Irving Caesar. It's regularly associated with singer Al Jolson, who recorded the song in 1920. His version charted for 18 weeks, and half of those were at number one. It would become the biggest-selling song of Gershwin's career. Once again, Regis didn't quite have the same success. In fact, none of the songs from It's Time for Regis were released as singles. Swanee, how I love you, how I love you, my dear old Swanee. I give the world to be among the folks in D.I.X. I even know my mammy's waiting for me, praying for me, down by the Swanee. The folks up north who will see me no more when I go to that Swanee shore. After Side 1 closes with a cover of A Kiss to Build a Dream On, Side 2 begins with a medley. The medley consists of Toot Toot Tootsie Goodbye and Babyface. Though it's credited here as Toot Toot Tootsie Goodbye, elsewhere it's officially credited as Toot Toot Tootsie 
goodbye, leaving out the D and adding an apostrophe. Don't know why, just a little footnote there. This song has become associated with the flapper subculture in the Roaring Twenties. The song also appeared in the films The Jazz Singer, Rose of Washington Square, The Jolson Story, I'll See You in My Dreams, and Remains to be Seen. The other part of the medley, Babyface, is a popular Tin Pan Alley jazz song, also often associated with Al Jolson. Watch for the mail, I'll never fail. If you don't get a letter, then you'll know I'm in jail. Tut-tut-tutty, don't cry. Tut-tut-tutty, goodbye. Baby face, you've got the cutest little baby face. There's not another one could take your place, baby face. My poor heart is jumping, you sure have started some... The back cover of It's Time for Regis includes liner notes from Joey Bishop. Bishop begins writing, Let me tell you about Regis Francis Xavier Philbin. He has a great deal of courage. How many other people do you know who, in the presence of Bing Crosby, would claim to sing Pennies from Heaven better than Bing does? Incidentally, there's no truth to the rumor that Bing laughed harder at Regis's singing than he did at Bob Hope's jokes. Boy, we really have a mayor that moves, don't we? You remember the earthquake happened? He jumped in a helicopter and said, follow that city. So not only does Regis sing Pennies from Heaven on this album, he recorded the song again when he released a follow-up album 37 years later. In 2004, he did an interview with the New York Post. And now to play the part of Regis Philbin during this interview, comedian and host of the Never Not Funny podcast, Jimmy Pardo. It started in 1967 when I was doing the Joey Bishop show. When I grew up, it was the age of the great crooners. So, as a New York City kid, I wanted to be a singer. When I was five, I knew every song Crosby sang. But how did you end up singing? You were Joey Bishop's sidekick. Well, we booked Bing for the show, and, well, we go to a commercial break, then Joey tells Bing... Regis would love to sing a song for you. You didn't know Bishop was going to do that? No, I wasn't prepared. But I knew the song Pennies from Heaven, and I did it on the air, singing eye to eye with Bing. The next day, I get a call from Mercury Records, and that's how the first record deal went down. Every time it rains, it rains, and it's from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains, and it's from heaven. You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella. The album's conductor and arranger was Artie Butler. I talked about Artie Butler in the past on the show, as he was also the arranger conductor for the Sybil Shepherd album, Sybil Does It to Cole Porter. Butler has also worked with artists like Andy Williams, Neil Sedaka, Bernadette Peters, The Monkees, and Barry Manilow. The rocking chair on the porch outside Seems like a childish toy to ride But I'm gonna sit there all day long Smoking my pipe and singing this song The album's closer is The Glory of Love. Settle down, Jimmy Pardo. It's not the Peter Cetera song, 
This one is written by Billy Hill and was originally recorded by Benny Goodman back in 1936. You've got to give a little, take a little, and let your poor heart break a little. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. You've got to laugh a little, cry a little, before the clouds roll by a little. It's time for Regis Failed to Chart. It would see a reissue on cassette and CD in 1994 with a slightly different album cover. The cover used the same photo of Regis from the original version, but they removed the background which originally featured a sign for ABC's Vine Street Theater Presents The Joey Bishop Show. This album is currently streaming on Spotify with its updated album cover. But back in 2004, when Regis broke that Guinness World Record for most hours on camera, the man whose record he broke was another TV legend who'd also released an album of his own back in 1959, Hugh Downs. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.